when I meant that it was kind of predictable, I'm kind of, it's like they're the main characters and you know, obviously that they're going to win the cup in the end. So this is more about the journey rather than uh, what happens in the end. So the journey was very exciting because um, the there was a little twist over here which I did not expect because uh, usually this I have seen other esport dramas uh, where there was one called as the King's Avatar and there was one called as Lao to O and both of these had only all male gaming teams there and they, they were like the main focus of the drama while the this one was a little different in which we had the lead actress uh, a girl called Tong Yao who is actually dreams of being in uh, the esports industry herself ZGDX actually chooses her to be one of the replacements because one of their players was retiring due to the injury and she becomes China's first female esports player and she's met with a lot of, uh, you know, backlash because it's like she's just going in there for attention. She's just uh, she's not worth it. How can a female become a, a game player and all of that? And she still wants to do it and she wants to show that she's capable of it. So I really like that uh, thrown in to this because it brought a little bit of not only a predict it's it didn't make it predictable anymore it was like okay this is a new plot over here so right um so how many episodes was it and how long so this was a drama which was 45 minutes each and it had a total of 31 episodes which episode was the best I would say the first few ones were I really love because um, so I'm personally a person who loves the uh, the the teamwork like how they show that the team actually comes together. So the initial episodes was the team getting disrupted because a new member comes in and then how slowly everybody gets to know the new person and they start to play as a team again. So I really love that. And it set a good tone because you know that everybody has their shortcomings, everybody has their uh, pros and how the other person is more understanding and how basically how it talks about how they work together. So to complement each other's strength and weakness. Yes. So All right. I, uh, I think my, f- my favorite episodes will be like, probably 5 to 15 I would say that's when the they set the tone of the team coming together and the competition starts I mean off late I don't know if you have noticed most of the Korean dramas as well the first few episodes are very interesting and then it kind of lags and then it picks it up picks up in the end I've seen that with uh, you know the earlier one that I spoke about Vagabond was something was similar and the last week's episode where I spoke about um um, the mouse was mouse. also similar. Konde in turn was also similar. The first two or three episodes were very interesting, and then it kind of slowed down, and then it picks up pace later. So that seems to be a you know a kind of a style like your Indian movies where you know the introduction is so interesting, and then it it gets into its melodrama, and finally it, everything comes together at the end. Yes, I have observed that as well. Actually, though, I do wonder though, uh, is it like are are 
our tastes similar where we kind of feel it's slowing down in between and <laughs> we don't like the slowdown much but there are people who actually like what's going on in the slowdown as well which is mostly the melodrama and i'm not a fan of drama as such so i would say the same thing happened with uh, uh falling into your smile with me as well how oh, about yeah the performance they were good yeah i already spoke about shukai who actually made me watch this drama in the first place mm, the actress was played by cheng xia and she is also uh fits her character like she is supposed to be the peppy positive optimistic person who's very bubbly and she really did justice to her role and she's a badass gamer when it comes down to it so she's not your typical uh defensive uh maybe you know uh this might not work well she just goes forward and gets it when she feels the time is right so yeah okay. i really like the way uh, chengxia actually portrayed smiling and when i mean smiling it's the alias that the female lead has when she is actually gaming so each of them have their own aliases in their teams and i believe that all of the yeah they have very pretty interesting aliases i should say i haven't found exactly a connection between their aliases and what they are like as a per- personality or anything like that but i feel that they have pretty good interesting aliases in the drama okay what's aliases by the way ah. so when i mean aliases it's like in the game that particular so when there are like five people in the team uh that is uh, zgdx and yeah. they actually have they're not called by their real names when they are playing so let's say the team's playing and they're like smiling goes by the name of tongyao that's her real uh, name in the drama but actually okay. when she's playing the game she's called smiling like her name her uh, player name is smiling so that's what i mean when i mean alias Okay since you said it's about gaming i would like to know uh, i mean what age group would you suggest they watch i mean so this is this adults can also watch i would say so because uh, if you want to know more about the gaming industry in general like what it is about i would say it is a pretty good drama to start with because uh, they've made it fun you don't have okay. to know the rules of the game um you don't have to know what's going on or like uh they talk a lot of strategy uh, because you know this game is all about teamwork and so we have the team captain talking to the other team members like go here go here but even though it kind of sounds like you have to understand it you don't actually have to understand it because it's more about them working together that's like the main point there So I would say the recommended audience would be more of if you actually love sports then you can actually try this. It's mostly for teens, young adults because of the romance which comes in and towards the middle of the drama that does become the main focal point and um uh, and I would say adults 
who are interested okay. in this genre. Okay. But it's very genre specific. If you are into rom-coms, then you maybe will like it, but you may be a little bit bored by the game sequences if you are not totally into the sports part of it. Right. Having said this, is there a when did you watch it, by the way? So I watched it uh, in Wiki. Okay. So it's available, and I believe it's also available in YouTube. That's a good platform to watch. Is there anything else that you would like to add to this drama? Okay. So I don't believe I spoke about the supporting actors at all, but they they actually played. a very good role there is a long list of supporting actors as such because uh, i believe that the tournament starts about with at least 10 teams so that's like 10 into 5 people each and okay. uh, you don't see a lot of everybody but they all contribute to they do a great jo- job when it actually push comes to show and they are actually in front of the camera so i would say they don't have a lot of screen time and there are a couple of actors who i wished had a bigger screen time than they actually came in uh because they were a little more important to the story because of the uh, it was a back story which was pretty interesting and it was important uh but it was not the main focus so they did not spend a lot of time on it but i believe uh it was actually good the back story was good and i wish those characters had a little more screen time okay you see the lead actors took so uh, have you watched any of her other dramas or movies something that you would like to suggest to the audience that they can they can also watch so shukai's uh i have watched the story of yanshi palace and no. i would actually <laughs> it's little difficult there because i mostly watched it for their storyline the but uh, shukai was actually kind of like a second lead actor in that drama which also had a couple of big names like very big names apparently um but however i'm not very familiar with them and it's set in a olden um palace and in some olden dynasty so it's more about palace politics and a little bit of uh, the, i mean it's actually inner court politics in the emperor's harem actually and okay. so shukai actually i kind of felt sorry for that character he had this great relationship with the lead actress but then the lead actress are like gets into the king's harem so it's actually a pretty sad story and now i liked it for the acting but the story and is terribly long that's about like 50 episodes i would say it is more about an individual's preference at this point rather than um i me suggesting everybody should watch it because i liked shukai for his acting over there but the story of yanchi palace as such as a drama is more intricate and is of a completely different genre so people who are interested in the royal politics that usually happens in a inner court of a king's harem then that's the drama for you 
I would definitely have to mention one other OST, which I actually, I was very surprised to know. It's a high budget drama, actually. So you have a couple of very great uh, big names uh, in the OST. So one of which was actually Wavy. So Wavy, personally, I am a, a NCT fan. So that's actually a K-pop group. So okay. Wavy is actually a subunit of NCT. And okay. they sung a song called Every Time for this drama. And it did not disappoint. I actually no. love the uh, baby as such. So I would say maybe a little bit biased as well. But the song as such hit uh, the note when needed. Another one of my favorites was actually a song called Edge by Naomi Wong. And her uh, song, it comes at the right <laughs> moment when the... Um, when the game starts so this is the pump up excitement before the game song so that's that's all there i mean it hits the right spots and uh, it really sets the more tone of the drama when it comes in and i would say i've been listening to it on loop for at least two days so definitely it stays with you after the drama finishes oh okay all right then yeah so that's all for me. I'm excited to hear about Kone Intern now. Um, okay, I, will you be starting with Kone Intern or will you be talking about King's um, Eternal Monarch first? Uh, I would be starting with Kone Intern because um, I was watching Kone Intern along with Mouse because I found Mouse too heavy and Kone Intern was a little more lighthearted. And I happened to pick it up in Netflix and this drama... Uh, was made in the year 2020 and mm -hmm. it has 24 episodes there are two episodes uh, each for 30 minutes so you get to watch one hour two episodes so around, oh. that's how it works and it's a completely workplace comedy drama and that's was something which I could connect to as you said it's all about teamwork you know how you tend to backstab in corporate offices how you try to you know uh, you try to align your objectives with that of the management and how sometimes we struggle to do that. So it was all about recruitment, hiring. So it actually makes a very good resource for a business studies teacher, if you ask me exactly, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nutshell. But uh, yeah, I picked, I started watching it because um, because of this, uh, one of the lead actors called Kim Ang Soo, and he acts as a senior con uh, intern and uh, I mean, uh, senior intern as Lee Munsik. He is actually, to put the storyline, he's actually uh, uh, in a food manufacturing unit, food processing unit. They make some kind of noodles or uh, ramyeon or something of that kind. And Lee Munsik um, is the team lead. And under him, there is the other actor called Park Hae Jin, the lead actor. So he comes as an intern. And him well, and uh, so Park Hajin, who acts as Kayol Chan, Chan, he quits the job and he moves into the rival firm. There he rises up, you know, with his ideas, and uh, and he pushes the company product forward. He again makes ramyeon, and you know the company likes him. He becomes a team lead, and Lee Manchik has lost a job now, and he joins the senior intern under Park Jae Hin, that is under Kayol Chan. So 
their you know their instant uh, what you call in the first few episodes you get how they struggle to accept each other working with each other again they are and uh, how they try to show that one person i i'm more smarter than you you know all those kind of ego clashes all that's beautifully portrayed and there are a lot of other lead act i mean act supporting actors who have you know added to the story and they push the story forward and um, uh, kim sun yong as kooja suk she has won the best supporting actor and uh, what i liked about this movie is as and when you watch it you not only get to understand how corporate hiring retention takes place but you can and how corporate exit also happens got a staff exit but they also touch about the food processing market as such you know how do you make ramyeon noodles what are the ingredients and how do you choose those ingredients what kind of certifications that you require how quality standards are maintained what compliances are you know are necessary how competition between two rivals sometimes gets so intense then it um, and it talks a lot about internships also what are the privileges they have what's a contract worker so as i said it's like a you know business studies uh, you know a book that's being unfolded chapter by, <laughs> chapter by chapter that's, so, that's interesting this is a corporate one it moves quite fast uh, in the first 4 to 5 episodes there's a little bit of a lag and then again it picks up towards the end uh, there is a slight amount of melodrama added in the end there's a, you know fight and things which somewhere i felt was unnecessary probably for the sake of the actor it was included god knows and uh, the ost was uh, appropriate to the theme of the story there's no ost that you can carry in your head okay um, and um, there are twists and turns in your plot there is humor and this is a, a rom-com that i would definitely uh, advise to you know to be watched as a family as such and you could laugh aloud at you know a little little Uh, sarcastic comments and humors okay. uh, jokes come through the i mean which are rightly placed come at the right moment in the story and But, um, does this also have like uh, you know the the coffee room talk when the superiors are not around moments yes they do it's not the coffee room it's a pantry room here that's highlighted the most okay. apart from that you know korea Korean dramas are known for the kind of food that everybody eats in every episode so you get to see what kind of restaurants are available what kind of food that they eat what is the uh, you know current trend what do they order in corporate offices as coffees and lattes you get to know a lot about that so yeah so and then uh, food yeah. is uh, i would say it's one of the highlights of any drama that is around the type that you are mentioning because they often go out on team dinners and you actually get to learn a lot about you know yeah. the different kinds of food like whether it's a different type of noodles or like i would say the I mean, what i liked about this was what goes with ramyeon you know the dried pollocks go or is it crabs that go how, what how do you make it tasty it's always about throughout every episode they're breaking their head and trying to discover a better taste so that adds to it and uh, the antagonist here is actually uh, kooja suk who's a female uh, a female actress and she's done a wonderful job as a supporting actress i mean you won't you can't hate her you can't you know like her it's it's somewhere in between she has that cool attitude and she's brought it out very well uh, that that was yes. something 
and um, if people do like Park Jae-in, uh, Park Hae-jin after this, then I would definitely suggest that they all go back and watch, uh, you know, this um, um, medical romance drama with Park Jae-in and um, Park Hae-jin and Lee Song-juk did it together. Um, something about Doctor Strange, I guess, is the title. That's also available in Netflix. This was somewhere. This drama was made somewhere in 2014. So if people do like Park Jae Hyun's, uh, you know what? Then that's a good one to you know go back and watch. And similarly, people can watch Man to Man. That Park Jae Hyun has done a wonderful job there, and he just doesn't disappoint us here in Kunde Intern. And he also did a wonderful work with the first Seven Kisses. So he is, he is as usual, you know, he's, he's, he has got that charismatic personality, whether he acted as an intern or whether he comes as a team lead, he, he stands out in that show. Apart from this, um, um, there was something else. Yeah, Ku uh, Jasuk is, I mean, her acting skills, I'll have to credit her to, um, uh, uh, Romance is a bonus book. She comes as a supporting actress there. And she did a wonderful job. And similarly, she has also acted in um, Crash Landing on You as a supporting actress. She also doesn't let us down. I mean, she keep, whenever she's on screen, she keeps you engaged with her performance. So that's, that's what Contain Intern was all about. I would definitely suggest that, you know, take time off, laugh your heart out. It's a good, you know, genre that way. That's great. This seems like a nice drama to just enjoy. Instead yeah. of thinking about what's going to happen. Happening, yeah. That's and I actually... Mean, into, I mean, if you're still being watching, have you watched, uh, caught up with the, you know, the last but one episode of uh, a Penthouse Season 3? No, I actually haven't started watching Penthouse just because of the fact that it seems to have too many episodes. because if I had started watching it on season one then probably I would be in season three now but since I haven't started watching it I haven't uh, I've heard a lot about Sky Castle as well similarly but I didn't get to watch it because I kind of knew that it was 50 episodes and season three has actually I mean you will have to agree that so so Jin who's supposed to be one of the supposed to be one of the best actors in Korea, I guess. She has done a really remarkable performance on screen in season three, you know, as a thorough, thoroughly bad person who you can't just stop hating. And towards the last moments, you tend to like her, you feel really sorry for her. So the character develops from that end to this end. That's good. It's melodrama, then season three is, you know, it's racy, it's very, very racy and very interesting. Okay. from um, uh, uh, the penthouse, I think I would like to also talk about this uh, uh, Korean flick, uh, The King, The Eternal Monarch, the Korean drama. And it's by Lee Minushi. And who doesn't like Lee Minushi for his performance? Whether it's The Legend of the Blue Sea, whether it's a personal taste, whether it's City Hunter, you can just go on listing his you know, performances. And each, in each and every drama, he stands out. And uh, The King, The Eternal Monarch, you truly feel he is a monarch. He behaves and acts. I, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to give a little tidbit over here. So though Lee Minho is actually like liked by a lot of people that I know, a lot of people who got into dramas 
the first time saw boys of last where he was the main that actor and everybody loved him there but i also know this this other set of people who don't like him at all and i <laughs> i i'm not sure why they don't seem to have uh, any particular reason why they don't like him like is it it's not it's his acting or no they just don't like him that's it and i'm i'm yet to find people who are in between you know they don't like him but he think that is a great he's a good actor yes but they don't they're not like huge fans i'm still yet to find people who are in the middle they, it's either that they like him too much or they don't like him at all so <laughs> i don't know what he has but he actually evokes this emotion in people <laughs> all right so this the king the eternal monarch is a 2020 drama and it uh, touches on different genres it starts with romance historical fiction a little bit of fantasy and lee minushi as i uh, acts as a king uh, he is lee gon um and what drew me to this uh, drama was a bromance between uh, you know the king and his bodyguard the bodyguard is played by wu dan huan and he his character is joe unso so he plays a double role and he again is another remarkable actor because two different uh, i mean the bodyguard and uh, with a king and a person who doesn't know the king and you know the um, he, he's able to internalize the difference between these two characters and that was something very interesting uh, another thing which i liked about this drama was uh, the antagonist again lee jung jin he acts as lee rim he is the one who wants to overthrow the king uh, and take away the crown from him and you know the kingdom so all his efforts that he puts in uh, you know the meticulous planning that he does the way he uh, you know gathers his team and the relaxed and casual way he always talks even in in a very tense situation even when he is caught that is something very very nice and he also plays different characters coming from different time the same character coming at different time periods so meeting his old self future self and he shows the differences very nicely out in terms of the thinking in terms of the body language and all uh, so the entire story is about uh, uh, the king uh, played by lee minoshi discovering that there is a parallel universe and so the people who he has here they have a parallel life elsewhere and there are the antagonist with his team is trying to overtake his kingdom so how he works with uh, the uh, his lady love or the lead actor jodte tail and this is played by an actress called kim jo un and uh, how they do try to and along with his bodyguard you know try to stop the evil people from getting into his kingdom and how he protects his kingdom is what the story is about but uh, you will have to you will marvel at the grandeur of the settings and uh, the yes. kind of dresses that lee minoshi wears i mean he has a good uh, i mean he or the designer whoever they had a good taste for dresses i would definitely say and uh, as i said uh, this is a story that deals with a little bit of time travel as well so there are around 16 episodes and um the first two three episodes are very quick and there is a lag from episode uh, 11 so hmm. kind of the it looks as if the story gets over by 10 11 and then there, it seems to be dragging off a little is what i felt um so, and this 
think Lane Benoshi's first project after his comeback from the military enlistment. What did you think about um, the parallel universe theory and uh, how it was like carried out in the drama? To be very, fr- to be very frank, I, it is kind of connected to science and mathematics and based on that theory they talk about. So there's quite a lot of background research or reading that has been done about this and then only this idea has germinated and that's been shown on screen. Though I couldn't connect and understand much when you know, Lee Minoshi goes out working out numbers after numbers. It, it seems to have a connect. And I do like this idea of a parallel universe and ஒன்னும்ிங்ஸ்டேட்டர் and here in the new world he tends to move around like a very normal person just like any other citizen does so that shows the king's mindset and you know it's it's beautifully taken off is what i felt that i like the idea of parallel uh, universe you know the, the time stops those are the moments that i liked like there are moments when the door opens for the two universes the time stops in both the universes so whatever you are doing you everybody stands still i think that was all shot very well it was all very convincing is what i felt that was one and the other one which i would definitely want i mean i would definitely want people to watch this because uh, as usual when lee minushi acts can i give the award to anybody else he has won the cbs drama award 2020 as a top excellence award in acting so i don't think i have to say anything more than that and uh, uh, yeah what did you think about the ost here I felt again the OST was appropriate but I didn't have anything that I could carry. Uh, oh, okay. I mean there were so many things happening on screen. So you tend to take note of all that. So it's it's like and there were too many characters sometimes at least initially that's how I felt. So hmm. associating characters names that took a little while for me. But then overall it was very well very very well done and you know the story plot moved very nicely around. Um did you think I, the story actually made it past the slowdown and made up for it or um, did you not I, think i felt a little let down towards the end um probably the, the end was a little unrealistic for me to accept i mean i though there can be parallel universe i don't think there can be a doorway to that forever in eternity that's not possible hmm. i mean i felt that you know there can be two universe but it's always better that you stay apart without each knowing that we are there <laughs> that would be a better option is what i felt again so that's yeah. that's uh, that's a valid point as well i mean yeah. given the confusions that happens in the drama due to people knowing that it exists i would say very much that remaining separate the as doors, good yeah the door has to be closed it can't be left open it's not that one can discover because human mind and greed are you know you never know what form it takes one day and what form it takes the other and yeah. if people if i mean if you're going to watch lee minushi or if there's anybody out there who has 
who's going to watch the king fall in love with Lee Minho. She want to watch something. Then I would definitely ask them to watch the personal taste, which was again a Lee Minho drama in the year twenty ten. It's a romance comedy. But if you had watched personal taste, then I think. Anything else of Lee Minushi's uh, performance is a little lesser than that. I mean, I think he was very brilliant as an introvert architect in that. So uh, that was one. I think uh, that, that that's uh, one part of it. And um, I would say the Legend of the Blue Sea also is a good um, recommendation. Um, okay. Uh, I have you watched the Legend of the Blue Sea? I have seen little bits here and there. Somehow I couldn't connect. I mean, I don't connect with all these con men and all that. <laughs> I, I would say he carried out the character very well. I like um, the uh, part that he played as that you know the time travel where he was a king or that the village headman or somewhere where he will let the mermaid back into the sea. Mm, yes, like yes, the that, backstory. That was yes, very convincing is what I felt. He was extremely convincing is what I felt. Okay, I kind of like the. I mean, when comparing to personal taste, I think that was like a little different from what he usually does. The other one, other ones I can think of right now is heirs and heirs, boys over oh. flowers, and the king all had. <laughs> Uh, all had pretty similar roles is what I felt like he was the um, he was from a rich family and you know he he basically is somebody who is you might not find just around you it's exactly it's probably a matter about you <laughs> and probably that's why people are not many of them are not able to connect also he didn't I explore would, much so yeah he had he picked up things that had good storyline as what i would say as an actor i would agree to that yes i would say that king eternal monarch had a great storyline i was simply hooked on to it but i didn't make it past the slowdown unfortunately <laughs> so <laughs> i think i watched it like religiously every week until at one point i was like this is going way too slow uh, no i I had to take a break and then come back to the last leg <laughs> because it's kind of train which moved so fast and then it pulled down and down and down and suddenly it stopped. I mean, it's just not, yes. not moving towards the end is what I felt. I would say uh, we have very similar tastes. So a person who actually likes um, the romantic, who actually like romance as the main genre, will actually like. the slow down parts as well because it was mostly the uh, like the relationship growth between uh, Lee Min Ho and uh, the actress Kim Go Eun I feel, felt and that's where I stopped I remember oh, probably and it wasn't somewhere that romance part was not convincing though Minoshi did a very good job Kim Go Eun also did a good job but somewhere the characters I mean, it just didn't fit in with the story. It was like it was forced to to that, get the story to. Work. Yes, I, I I felt that as well. Actually, like, I mean, they. I didn't feel that the the like the fact that uh, Legon actually liked this woman 
right after he arrived into a parallel universe and he saw her and he was like yeah i like her that that part was yeah. <laughs> i mean i felt that there was something missing there i mean i mean he may she may look like somebody he knew familiarity yes but i felt that that relationship moved way too fast no, that was not convincing i mean if he had just thought her that she saved his life even then uh, it just didn't go well is what i felt anyway yeah i mean you go to a parallel universe you don't know who might be there you just see somebody and you just don't say it's the same person it's not even the same universe <laughs> exactly <laughs> i get that mm the king eternal monarch has a lot of ups and downs Once, and uh how did you feel about it when you looked at it from a cinematography and the narration point of view you know cinematography was there was so good there's no doubt about that but narration was a little like you know tad slow towards the end and a little hmm. confused i mean it's it was like the, the writer had opened up a lot of loose knots and he didn't know how to tie it at the end that's exactly what i felt probably that's why i i had just had to give it up and then you know come back again to finish it but what impressed me was again the, the kind of costumes that you know all the characters wore except uh, especially lee minoshi that's what i said yes. no he he put he was king i mean that was the only thing that you drew, that drew that one in the bro bro romance that drew me to that you know thing to made me go back to it again and again and again the fans out there i think he has come up with a new channel leevanushi channel or something of that kind tv where you get to know a lot about him i guess he knows how to market himself and sustain himself in business is exactly what i was <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking when i read about this somewhere and, uh, ட்ராமாவே I mean oh. just like any other Lee Minoshi fan I'm also looking forward to it. So hope I have Wait. a good time again. <laughs> Definitely I would I would say he will not disappoint. <laughs> True. Definitely. <laughs> And I think that's it for this episode. There was just one bit that I wanted to kind of add on at the end because yeah. when it just reminded me when you mentioned about uh, Lee Minho's uh, costume okay so one other character i really loved in uh, the king eternal monarch was the horse it had a personality <laughs> on its own <laughs> important role thanks for reminding me about that i didn't remember it did play a very important role <laughs> yes and i think its name was maximilian am i right yeah right you're right you're definitely so, right that i think it was a name and the fact that it was white for any disney fans who had actually seen tangled that horse okay. is white and it's called maximilius and it has a personality oh. on its own so i do not know if they actually picked it out of that but <laughs> i'll be very happy if they did because it, it almost had the same kind of you know the horse has a mind of its own and at least in tangled it becomes the the general of the security forces in the end because the horse is that good 
and the rider is not so basically this act a general and this make the horse the general entangled <laughs> so i felt the um, the character similarities were a lot yeah true anyway so i think with this we come to an ep- uh, end of episode 2 yes we had a great time yeah.